You are with Early Edition on News Talk ZB this Thursday morning. Well, my brother travels a lot. Regular listeners to the show will know this, um, both for work and to visit family. My nephew's studying in the US currently, so he's made about three trips during the pandemic, and I know I've told you about his experiences at MIQ, which he did twice. Since MIQ was dropped, he's probably made three or four more trips. He left again on another one yesterday, and given I'm not flying anywhere, I always appreciate his update on his experiences. Well, yesterday he sends me this big, long text from the airport. He's hopping mad. Mad because all the stuff he's moaned about on all his previous trips are still not fixed or addressed. In fact, he reckons it's the worst it's ever been. How's that possible? Given we keep hearing from Auckland Airport that they're stepping up their game and we keep hearing from Air New Zealand that they're looking to streamline services and given we keep hearing from the government that they want to make it smoother for people to travel. Well, newsflash, it's still not any of those things. My brother got to the airport to discover, one, that all the retailers still shut it's a ghost town. Why? For goodness sake. And two, that the Coru Lounge is still heaving but lacking the food and drinks and staff to accommodate all the people. And the people travelling are not business people either. He says they're old people, young families and young couples. In other words, you know, the pent-up holiday makers heading off probably to the islands to sit in some sun and feel like they've had a break outside of New Zealand. It's not what we'd call productive travel. Uh, They're obviously people not worried either about having to pay increasingly expensive mortgages. Maybe it's not the so-called squeezed middle. But the queues are still too long, he says. The airport's still woefully understaffed, and that's with fewer people travelling, so you can't work that out, can you? Um, You just wonder how on earth this is still happening. He gets to his plane, right, He's flying business class on Air New Zealand. He gets to his plane. The first thing he has to do when he gets to his seat is remove the half-eaten pastry replete with crumbs left on it. He assumes the plane's been cleaned, but it certainly doesn't look like it. The seats were certainly not freshened up if the last flight's pastry is still sitting there. The flight's, of course, chocker, which is not surprising given how few flights are on at the moment, but the crew's understaffed and they appear to be struggling. They're not happy, he said. He reckons Air New Zealand is no longer the personable sanctuary of the sky that it used to be, but instead this awkward, under-resourced, threadbare operation. He said, gone is the airline's quintessentially Kiwi culture of fun, innovation and pride. And instead, he says, it's just cringe. Now, that's not a ringing endorsement from a regular business traveller, is it? And that's before we even get to the palaver you have to go through to get back into the country with the government's rat rules and regulations. And if you think my brother may have just been a one-off traveller having a bad experience, uh, I was talking to a cafe owner yesterday, who, by the way, is still cooking in her own kitchen because she still can't get a chef, and she told me she had to travel overseas for a wedding the other day. She couldn't believe the state of it. One, she said, the airport, everything shut. Two, the plane. I said, that's funny. My brother says exactly the same thing. So the airport and Air New Zealand, still not up to scratch. Yet, how about what we're paying? Prices are still through the roof. So my question is, how long are we expected to wait for them to get their act together? Hawksby. Infuriating, isn't it?